0: Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the highest bids. Exciting Sophie
1: yeah, as sure as we're here with sale methods we're going to have a wee chat about them, all the different ones and
0: and I think it's a really good topic too, Sophie, because we get asked all the time what sale method do I use? What do you kind of recommend what What are people doing at the moment? Are people doing auctions? Are people putting a price on property? So I think it's really good to. To touch on that one, just for people um, who might be thinking of selling or, or buying, it might just help them understand the process a bit Absolutely, better.
1: Absolutely, yeah, because there's a few people out there that don't really understand the difference, you know, between one to the next, because auction's different to tender, and tender's different to deadline, and yeah, I think Absolutely. It's good Absolutely, so what are you going to start with? I, I think we'll start with tender and just, you know, um, list off a few brief points about tender. Usually they're a three to four week campaign. And you want to have a few open homes when you're running a tender campaign. Just trying to try get, get, yeah, yeah, try and get as
0: many people through the property as absolutely. possible. Absolutely, right?
1: yeah, yeah. So um, there's a set date for all offers to be um, presented by, and you know you can do a list sold prior or no prior sale. Essentially, an, and a list sold prior just means that you can present an offer to the vendor for that date. Because if a showstopper, you know, comes in, you don't want to stop that from being presented. So I, I guess I think the vendor
0: that's quite can good. decide, can't they? Just,
1: oh, absolutely, yeah. Hmm. It's Basically, with all methods of sale, it is actually the vendor's instruction at the end of the day of what you listen to. So, yeah, it's great for a property that's hard to price as well, and it is really good to see as well from your buyer feedback where buyers see the property as well when it's not priced. Offers can be conditional and unconditional, which is really cool too. So, you know, with auction, which we'll get to in a moment, that's unconditional, whereas You know, you can have unconditional or conditional, which means if someone wants a building report, but they don't want to do that due diligence before the date, then they can add that into their tender agreement as well. We do obviously encourage people to get their due diligence done before because they know the date they're working to, but at the same time, for some people, they don't want to outlay that money and you know the other thing as well is that offers are held in for five working days which is great for the vendor it gives them time to you know take it in and see what's what's in front of them make a decision accordingly um and it also doesn't because it's not priced it doesn't have a cap of where
0: yeah, i think that's an important point to make is that five working days that those offers stay there for the yes. vendor to look at yeah. them and think about it because they might need some time they might not you know want to make a snap decision on yeah, what offer to 100%. go with so it just gives them time to to process everything.
1: Absolutely. and To make a decision. Yeah, and what I was going to touch on as well is that, you know, the value side of things. That every purchaser does see, you know, value in different things. And one person may say it, see it at 1 million and one person may see it at 1.4. You know, and you just don't want to cap that. And I think that's a really good pro of, um, Definitely. of Tender.
0: That's a great little summary on Tender. And you're going to have a chat about asking
1: price as yeah, well? Yeah, asking price. I think, you know, asking price is really attractive for a purchaser because it gives them a clear idea of what is an acceptable price, obviously. Probably
0: method that it was used back in the day a lot. Yes,
1: yeah, p- 100%. Just
0: put a price on it, see what happens. <laughs> exactly. Give people an idea of what they want to get for the property.
1: Yep. 100%. But the,
0: I guess the downside, sorry to butt in, Soph, but the downside is you're probably, you're, you're capping that, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't always leave the opportunity for that premium pot price because obviously it is outlined what is an acceptable price. It doesn't really leave any room for negotiation. And sometimes buyers also will look at that price and go, oh, you know what, we might chuck in a cheeky and, and see how low I guess it'll go. So yeah, I mean, I think it can be a really good method. Of course, I think that, Purchases are drawn to it, of course, because it does give a really clear outline. Which, you know, if you're wanting a quick sale, outlining where you're wanting to end up is sometimes a good thing. And I'll
0: have a bit of, you're finished with the. the yeah, you price. take it away. You've Great. got
1: deadline, don't you?
0: Yeah, so I guess two other methods of sale which takes price out of the equation are by negotiation and by deadline. You can obviously do negotiation over a figure, which yep. is similar to not necessarily an asking price, but giving the the market an idea of offers that you want to look at and over. And then you've got a deadline sale, which a deadline sale is saying, we want to look at, you'd have a set date. So we would want to look at offers by the set date. And you would, with a deadline sale, you would have the option of selling or sell prior to the deadline or no sell prior. So you're saying to the market, we only want to look at offers at this date. But there could be someone that's wanting to offer before that date and um, so you do have the option of of advertising also prior selling by auction which is a pretty exciting and different different method of sale i think the great thing with selling by auction is it's just transparent it's open it's transparent you're You're taking price out of the equation completely
1: and you get to see who else is there on the day and what your competition is as well
0: absolutely and I guess you've got the, the good thing about auction, Sophie, is you've got the opportunity to achieve the best price on the day. Yeah. So, you, you know, you could be sold. You could be slapping that sold sticker up on the day. You know, this competitive bidding, if you get uh, into a situation where you've got a couple of bidders bidding against one another, that can drive the price up. And we have seen that happen on, on a number of occasions. And it can also encourage buyers as there's, there's a set date to sell. You know, it's, it's a well-established and, and proven practice for selling real estate in New Zealand. And you've got the benefit of knowing that your house can be sold unconditionally on the day. So yeah. I think there's a lot of benefits to to that sale method. There is also, Sophie, I guess, situations where you could accept a pre-auction offer. So if someone didn't, you know, if they absolutely loved the property, didn't want to wait to the auction date, they could submit a pre-auction offer. Generally, they are unconditional. So their vendor would have a, have a decision to make whether they wanted to accept that pre-auction offer that would just mean that the auction would get brought forward so they would still hold an auction and the auctioneer would say the starting bid is at that price and then there'd be an opportunity for other people to to bid above if, if they wanted to I think that's a pretty good Summary of the yeah, so I mean, what do you reckon?
1: Yeah, one thing I was just going to add on to auction is that it is three-stage process. So obviously you've got that pre-auction offer like you said. Yep. You've got potentially, um, you know, and hopefully getting sold unconditionally on the day. But then you've also got the after as well. And, you know, there, there are actually people that can't bid at auction um, for various reasons. If they don't have, you know, pre-approval finance sorted or if they've got a property to sell. You know, they can't. They can't bid at auction so it's you know also good for those people that potentially are waiting in the wings and you know they can then put forward their their conditional offer um and are more than you know
0: yeah so you're looking at cash on the day or conditional really aren't you yeah. so uh, have the opportunity to get an unconditional sale on the day if not then you would look at pricing the property yeah. and taking into account that that price feedback that you have had from people during that auction campaign yeah.
1: And there could even I've also heard of circumstances where there is a conditional offer sitting there waiting for off, after the after the auction, which I think is kind of cool too. so I really think it's a great a great method um, especially because it's three stages you've got three opportunities to get to get sold either unconditionally, which of course is your your preference at the end of the day or or conditionally
0: absolutely everyone wants to be sold exactly. everyone wants the opportunity to be sold. <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's probably it for today, Sophie. you yeah. happy with that?
1: Yeah, I think just a good summary, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks, Mum, for the five-star review. She was indeed the She first. gave you a
0: five-star.
1: She did, yeah, and she that's even put cool. a wee comment and said, love, Mum. So thanks for that, Mum. Me and Maddie really appreciate it. Um, you were indeed the first person. I think it probably took you all of about a minute to um put that review up after listening we like <laughs> number
0: one fan yeah Love i'd it.
1: say so yeah appreciate all the support as well guys for our first um episode and we really hope that you enjoyed the second one let's wrap it up there
0: absolutely we will see you next week bye for now bye